Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the pod. Happy Monday. Hope everybody had a hotastic weekend. Um, I am currently in New York. I'm pre-recording this, but I'm currently in New York and I'm going to the CFDA Awards and I truly cannot wait for you guys to see my outfit. This is maybe the most beautiful dress I've ever worn. It's Laquan Smith. I am such a Laquan Smith fan. I mean, his designs are everything. And when I tried on this dress, I actually gasped. It's so sick. So I can't wait for you guys to see it. Um, Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Hovember. I'm joking, but I'm also not. I, I feel that we need to be irreverent right now and just silly. And I feel that um, what I said on TikTok, if you saw my TikTok, is true. This November, we are either getting laid or lying down. Hibernation starting a little bit early. And I I noticed it. I was like, whoa, there's a change in the wind. There's a change in the wind. What is that now? And all of a sudden, I asked Lauren to pick up four donuts. Um, And all of a sudden, I spent two days working from my bed and not changing out of my pajamas. And I was like, damn, 
it's it's early it's like what's that thing with the gopher where the gopher comes out of the ground and then you know how long the winter is going to be whatever for me personally it's like whenever i start to play christmas music eat treats for 10 times a day and work from my bed that's like how i know hibernation is coming um but we also still have the holiday season, which is like one of the most fun times to be single. It's one of the most exciting times to be single. I will be doing an episode on how to be single in the holidays again because I know it's very stressful for some people, but it is the best time to be single. Trust me. So we can't fully go into hibernation. So this is like ho hibernation, okay? Getting laid or lying down. These are the only two things. And then, by the way, if you're in a relationship, even better, okay? Even better, you got the sex part built in you don't even have to leave your house at all good for you good for you we're happy for you guys um sometimes i accidentally get onto conspiracy theory tiktok and speaking of hibernation and winter and stuff there's (laughs) i don't know if you guys believe in the simpsons predicting everything in the world but apparently this is going to be like one of the coldest winters in america like crazy cold and it's the Simpsons predicted it's called the dark winter. I don't know. Don't go down the rabbit hole if you're a easily scared person because it's very scary. But basically, apparently, this is going to be an absolute freezing winter. So in that case, I will be happy to be in L.A. for January and February because I, I can't deal with the cold for too long. I get I have really bad circulation. I will never forget when I first moved to New York City and London doesn't get super cold like it gets cold, but not snow. I it was my first winter in New York and I walked outside and it was fully like inches of snow and I called my friend V and I was like crying and I was like what do I do what do I do and she was like you're gonna be okay go to the store buy yourself a proper winter coat and she was like I'm serious tanks like not like a shiny Montclair like a real real coat like a real one okay and then go get a bunch of wine and then go to your apartment and sit there and you'll be okay and I was like okay perfect thank you and that's what friends are for. So today I want to talk about why we romanticize our old relationships, okay? Someone wrote me a question and I I answered them privately, but it was like, why do we do this? And I was getting stuck into it and it really, it was really an interesting topic to me. I am someone who totally romanticizes everything in the past. Like even if I have a depressive episode, even if I have a really hard time, I'm like, oh, that was like cute that time that I couldn't leave my house for a couple weeks like oh that was special I was so creative and even if you've read my book like I talk about it where I'm like sometimes the darkest times of my life are the most creative and anyway I always look back on things with a silver lining especially relationships like even my relationship if again if you read read the book with Mark which was truly like for all intents and purposes that's an inside joke if you get it you get it um the worst relationship in like a waste of two years I don't I don't even view it that way anymore I'm like you know what I learned a lot I I really really changed who I was I really grew a lot and it will never happen again so for for everything that it's worth like I I don't care like it was okay so why do we do this I think that there are like we have breakup rose-colored glasses and it doesn't matter if you're six months out a year out two weeks out we always look back and we're like they were actually so great i have identified four reasons why we do this okay tell me if you guys agree number one because we're lonely this is probably for me a big reason because if i don't have anyone new to think about 
I will always look back and be like, God, that was actually kind of a good relationship. Oh my God, that was fun. Oh my God. My therapist always says to me, like, I annoy her so much. I'll like text her in the middle of the day and I'll be like, we were really cute together. And she's like, if you had a new crush, would you feel that way? And when I have a new crush, I'm like a feral street cat. I can't think about anything else. So obviously the answer is no. And that's all she says. She doesn't even go into it with me anymore. She's like, would you feel this way if you had a new crush? And I'm like, no. And that's that. Number two, similar but different because we're bored. Okay. I guess those could be one. Bored and lonely kind of go hand in hand. But it could be just that we're bored. We don't have any other crushes. We are working really hard. We don't have time to date. We've just been in kind of a slump or a funk. And then all of a sudden you're like looking through your old pictures and you're like, we were really cute together. By the way, this is a disease that I suffer from is the looking through pictures. And I think that that's a really big part of why I romanticize all of my relationships in the past, because you don't take pictures of you guys fighting like you only take pictures of fun stuff. So when I sit on the plane, which is half my life, and I go through my old photos and I look at pictures of my old boyfriends, I'm like, oh my God, that was so fun. Like getting a Christmas tree together, doing this stuff together, blah, blah, blah. You don't take pictures of the bad stuff. So be careful the stories that you tell yourself when you're romanticizing it because you we literally only remember the good stuff, okay? Number three, because we are what if people. This one personally does not affect me. It's weird because while I do romanticize all of my old relationships and while I do think rose-colored glasses, like, wow, that was so great, whatever, I rarely want to get, I don't think I ever have wanted to get back with someone. I have never gone back with an ex and not not that I have any crazy rule about it. That's just kind of how my brain works. I'm a very like, okay, once it's done, it's done thing. But I know that a lot of people are what if people and they think, oh, what if that was the one? You overly romanticize the relationship even more, especially if you are the person who did the breaking up. It affects you even more because you have this doubt and you're you're constantly wondering, did I do the right thing? This doesn't happen to me. Um, but I feel you because I romanticize my old relationships for different reasons. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery, thriller, whodunit. And it is so scary and it's so emotive. And I literally was addicted to it. I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it. Audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire 
catalog. New Audible members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, the in, in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEETINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks and number four and it's a very small percentage so take this with a big old grain of malt and sea salt because we actually miss them it happens of course it happens we're human beings if you spent time with someone you know you have fond feelings towards them maybe you see something that reminds me reminds you of you guys back in the day and you start to think back and you romanticize your relationship even though it wasn't right okay So is romanticizing our old relationships always a bad thing? No, definitely not. I think it's a good way to live. I actually think it's like a kind of a red flag when people only have bad things to say about their exes. Like I have no bad things to say about my exes. I literally love them all. I wish them the best. Even Mark, I'm like, you crazy motherfucker, you manipulative, like psycho. I hope you're happy somewhere um, far, far away from me. But you know what I mean? I genuinely don't have any bad things. I would I would have a coffee with all of them apart from Mark, like genuinely. And I would be happy and excited to see them and and have a coffee with them. So it's not always a bad thing. It can just mean that you're a glass half full person, but it can be a bad thing if it is clouding your everyday life. If you sit there romanticizing your old relationships and it is stopping you even subconsciously from getting out there, or maybe you're in a new relationship and you're still secretly you know, thinking about your ex and you're romanticizing it and you're, you you know, thinking it was all uh, diamonds and rosé when really it was like not, 
that is an issue and you have to get real with yourself. And I think the first step to getting real with yourself is thinking, okay, what is the reason that I'm currently romanticizing my old relationship? Which of the four? And if there's another one, please let me know and tell me if I've missed one. So you guys know about the ick list. Obviously, I I encourage making an ick list when you're first starting to date someone so that you can like keep your shit together and not go cuckoo bananas. But there's another technique that I use. Um, I'm a very, uh, I don't know, what it's not a visual person. I'm a very like, I learn with lists and words or that's like what helps me process. There's another technique that I use where when I'm in a relationship, it honestly started because of therapy because I would write down specific moments that I wanted to talk about with my therapist and then I just ended up keeping the note and then I would have it in my in my phone anyway. But essentially what I do is, and this is not in a spiteful way, this is how I process. If it feels spiteful to you, don't do it. I write down specific moments and how it made me feel in the relationship. So we had a fight. He said this. It made me feel this way. This is how we resolved it. This is why I'm still upset. Whatever it is. But be so specific, especially if if you feel like your relationship is coming to an end or whatever, I really, really suggest you writing these moments so that you can have them to remind yourself because our minds are not reliable narrators. Okay. I don't remember what I was wearing yesterday. Okay. So how can you accurately remember what was said, how you felt this, that, and the third, you just should write it down. I write everything down because I can't remember anything. So then if you do find yourself six months in the future, romanticizing your relationship, you can go back to this list and it can be like, wow, I remembered when all the times I felt really lonely or like, oh, I remember this time that like he forgot to come to my work thing that like meant a lot to me or whatever it was. And then you kind of bring yourself back down to earth and you're like, damn, okay, now I remember why we broke up and be really specific about how you felt. So I'll give you an example. Like in one of my past, let's just say three relationships, I Notice this thing where whenever I was around a really great couple, I would feel this pang of like loneliness and and worry because I knew that we weren't that and I knew I didn't have like a true partnership. And I would write down those feelings in my phone and then I would talk to my therapist about it. And when we eventually broke up, I felt like I would often romanticize this relationship, but when I would read that back, I would be like, damn, Tanks, like that was a really bad feeling. You need to remember that too, not to cause yourself pain, but just to give yourself a balanced memory of what actually happened because we are not reliable. And, you know, I I don't want to speak for all of us, but for me, I am a fucking daydreamer. I am in my head. I live in the clouds. I live in the fucking, when I fall asleep at night, I have elaborate memories. When I'm on a plane looking at old photos, I have vivid, vivid, like I'm like, I'm like lucid dreaming. Okay. And I don't even know what's fucking true and what's not true. So this is why I think it's important to be real with yourself because otherwise you can make yourself really upset in a short amount of time. You can make yourself so fucking emotional because like all of a sudden you 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 are thinking of your old relationship you're like I'm lonely right now I don't have anyone the apps are shitty oh my god oh my god oh my god and then you are you are literally all of a sudden then you're texting your ex okay when all you really needed was a dose of reality but again I want to reiterate it's not bad at all to think fondly of your exes you just have to make sure that you're not romanticizing your past relationships to the point where you're tripping yourself out 
So let's talk about something that's connected to this, which is what do you do with things from old relationships? Okay. Now, I feel like I might be in the minority in this sense because I I don't think it's bad to keep things from old relationships. I I don't. I'm a very nostalgic person. I'm a very nostalgic person, which again ties into why I feel so passionately about this topic because I can get myself into kind of a lot of emotional trouble very quickly if I think about my exes and I get really like swept up in it. I'm a very nostalgic person. I have not thrown anything away from any of my ex-boyfriends apart from the ones that I hated. But Mark didn't give me anything. He didn't he didn't believe in gifts. So I luckily I had nothing to throw away from him. So that was fucking easy. I have everything. I have every love letter. I have every piece of jewelry. And I I don't know. It would I think it would like bother me if someone asked me to throw it away. And I get that that's maybe wrong. Like I'm doing air quotes. I don't know what's right. I'm sure a lot of people would say, no, you need to throw it away. And maybe if I meant like the love of my life, I wouldn't care anymore. But I don't know. I kind of think I would. Like I would want to keep it. I'll also say this. This is one of those instances where I feel that the rules don't, my my therapist always says this to me. She's like, sometimes you think the rules don't apply to you because in your head, you know, that you would never cheat or you would never do any of that stuff. So to you, the rules don't apply to you. And that's actually correct. That's facts, Allison. Okay. Let me let me just unpack that for a second because I think it's a really interesting thing. And I'm being super vulnerable here. I know this isn't right, but sometimes I believe that I get more slack in relationships or situations or whatever, because I feel like I have like a strong, high moral code. Now, is that true? I don't know, you guys. I don't know. But if a boyfriend, say I got into a relationship tomorrow and he was like, I mean, what if he asked me to get rid of me? So that would be, I mean, I would kick him out immediately. That's a bad example. But like, he was like, oh, you need to give away that hoodie. I'd be like, no, it would make me feel defiant and annoyed. Because even though I'm a nostalgic person, it's not that I want to think about my ex and like wear the hoodie and be like, oh, I still love him. It's just that it's like a memento of a time in my life. And I do think there's a difference. Now, if you're holding onto your shit because you're still wildly in love with your ex and it makes your new relationship uncomfortable, that's fucked. But, but it's a very nuanced. It's very nuanced. I predict a lot of people will say, no, you've got to throw everything out. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just Maybe that's just me thinking, oh, no, I I would never cheat. I would never do anything inappropriate. So it's fine for me. I just feel I don't know. I like I like having all those mementos because it's like a it's a little talisman from a time in your life. Like I have my high my high school boyfriend. He just got married, actually. Shout out him. Good for him. He made me this book, this like collage book. I will never fucking give that up. Okay, I will literally put that in a safe under my bed and my husband will never know what's going in going in there. Not because I still harbor any feelings for him. I really don't at all, like genuinely none. But it's just so special to me because it was like, again, because I'm such a nostalgic, like emotional person that it to me, it's like a privilege to have been in love. And that's like a moment. It's like a, that's a memento from that time. I don't know. I feel like I could be wrong on this. I feel like you guys might chew me out. But it's like, what are you supposed to expect to delete all your photos of them too? That's crazy. I have a hundred and let's look at how many photos I have. I have 
currently 160,000 photos on my iPhone. I take photos of fucking everything. I would I would also never delete um I would also never delete old photos of a boyfriend because I like to keep all my photos of everything. But here's what I would never ask my boyfriend to delete old photos of his ex either. Never. I wouldn't. And I don't know if that's, I don't know what that is. Is that pompousness? Is that delusion? Is that pride? I'm not really sure what it is. But for me, I just, I don't think that there's anything wrong with remembering the times you've had with other people. So I'm actually really interested to hear your guys' take on this. So that was kind of a two-parter. It was why we romanticize our exes and then what should you do about all the shit that you have from your ex? Keeping nudes is a whole nother topic. It's truly a whole nother pod, but I have some probably unpopular thoughts on that too. <laughs> There's only one thing that I gave away actually. My my um college boyfriend got me this like really ugly necklace and I sold it. And I feel sad because it was ugly then, but now it's really in style and I'm upset because I would wear it now. Mm, that's a disappointing. See, shouldn't throw anything away. Okay, guys, so concludes this episode. I'm so excited for the CFDA Awards tonight. It's my first time, so I'm pumped slash nervous for that. I always get really nervous before big carpets because I've talked about this prior, but, you know, so many people go into my look, so many people, the designer, my stylist, my makeup artist, my hairstylist, my publicist, so many people work so hard that I do feel like I owe it to everybody to slay, for lack of a better term, on the red carpet, get the good photos, like really make it worth it for everybody because it's such a labor of love and it really does take a village. So that's why I get nervous. Um, so I hope I make them all proud. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast episode, please send it to a friend. If you have any thoughts on this podcast episode, write me at it's me tanks at SiriusXM.com and I will be back here on Wednesday for a live show. Also, this is a huge PSA. Girl who went on vacation with her family and was not sure if she was going to hook up with her ex-hookup who is the family friend. Babe, at this point, it's an emergency. I've never received so many DMs asking for an update. You got to give us a bone. We got to give us a little carrier pigeon. We need to know if you're okay. We love you, okay? Please call us on Wednesday or at least write us an email. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>